0: I.V.M.
1: Folks, welcome to Paisa I'm your host, Anupam Kutati, 50 year Twitter.
0: And today's episode, we are going to talk about credit for the youth. I know the group deserves a lot of credit, but we're talking about credit cards, a concept of credit for the youth in specific. My case, Rajat founder and CEO at Slice Rajan. Welcome to Beta Thank you so much for joining us, for our listeners. Let's start with a brief, brief, brief introduction to yourself. Tell us about yourself and how you came to start Slice. Go for
1: it. Thanks for having me here, Anikam. Uh, I'm from a small city in Rajasthan called Alwar. Uh, when I was growing up, my parents encouraged me to play many sports. And actually, I was the first person from my school that represented our state, Rajasthan, in basketball national tournament. We had a great team. Uh, we lost in semifinals. Uh, But I had a great schooling, uh, you know, growing up uh, with playing so many sports. I then completed my engineering from IIT, Kharagpur. And after graduating, I got an opportunity to work with a great team at Flipkart. I was there for 10, 11 months. Uh, Then I moved out to start my own venture. But uh, I, I learned a lot while working at Flipkart. It was the fastest growing startup in the country at that time at that scale and i was in the product team right at the center of creating very innovative products for the you know largest uh, audience in the world so uh, there were three four pivots after which uh, uh, after when i started up and uh, over a period of one year we did that and then slice happened it was a combination of uh, what i was facing as a problem as a youngster when i was doing my first startup where we were trying to build a rental product and then when it was not working out we uh, we, we tried various things in the financial services place and Slice is something that really stick and, uh, and we th- felt that we can build a very large uh, business there. Fantastic
0: let's talk about now the problem that Slice addresses okay? because you know we said that it is uh, credit cards for the youth and somewhere the youth aren't really understanding the concept. So first I want to explain to our listener. I'm sure there are a lot of young people out there who are listening to my show, out there, how do you define your target audience and then tell us the problems that they face in specific, I can tell you that even as someone who's not young, there are a lot of problems that I face in the banking space, credit card space, whatnot. but tell us about your specific target
1: audience and the problem that they face, go for it. Yeah. I'm sure all of us have faced those problems. That's what you are I think, also saying. Uh, so we operate in a very specific segment. This is the fastest growing segment of our country. Uh, these are 18 to 30 year old millennials and Gen Z who are our future economic wave. This is the audience that takes us to $5 trillion economy that we are chasing. And this is the socioeconomic fabric of our country. When these customers grow up, they will have very different ideas of uh, how the world should work, including banking, including how financial institutions should be working. And those customers do not believe in large financial institutions uh, backing them when they are growing up. And there's, there's a you know, lot of reasons uh, for that. You have faced those challenges. I have faced those challenges when going to a bank branch, when talking to a customer service executive. And those are the customers for whom we are solving and building Slice. Okay. So I wanted to tell our listeners you know, where are the gaps? Where are
0: the specific gaps between? Because see, here's the thing. Now, all of us actually have a basic bank account. Not all of us have a credit card. So in the current, you know, BFSI space, the banking financial services industry, where do you see, where are the specific gaps that you think that totally miss your target audience? Or to put it simply, what are banks getting completely wrong? Why are they not able to identify uh, this opportunity that's there for everyone? Tell us about that.
1: Let me tell you about something that happened with me in my college. I wanted to take an education loan. I went to the bank branch, a physical brick and mortar branch. I met the branch manager there who came after five minutes. I was waiting uh, on a couch outside. He he was very uh, candid with me and, you know, he wanted to understand what, what I want to do. And we were having a general chat. Now I bring up this topic of education loan. And basically the comments that I got from him and the subordinates that were there, where are your parents? Will they co-sign this document? They did not grasp that the the motivation of me coming and asking them for education loan. And they did not try to understand that I did not want my parents to co-sign that document because I I wanted that independence. I wanted to get that loan myself and pay for it myself after I graduate from my own money. But they did not get that and they lost business from me that day. But moreover, what also uh, happened is that made me believe that these guys don't believe in me. These guys do not understand me. These guys do not believe in my ambition. These guys do not understand my drive. And that is the gap, Anupam. That is what we are solving. We are not just trying to solve a, a you know, transaction gap, which is there where you know, banks are not doing something and we are, you know, we'll do something uh, you know, different there from a transaction standpoint for a customer. But is that that the large financial institutions do not believe in this young customer, and as a young customer, what you get when you go to their website is, you know, get loan at uh, house loan at eight and a half percent, get a uh, get, uh, car loan at, uh, you know, 13%. And that is not what I want to hear. I want to know from you, do you, you know, do you, are you going to back me when I grow up? And the answer is no. And when compare compare that to when a customer comes to slice for slice card, we really embrace the fact that this is an 18 to 30 year old guy. We, we see their drive. We see their potential. We do not see, I mean. The, the main thing, the problem that the banks have is that they see risk as the most important metric for the customer. So when I walk into that bank branch, all they are seeing is risk and customer service is secondary to them. When our customer comes to us for slice card, our key metric is customer service and risk is a supporting function that we have mastered to really solve the end goal of customer service for this customer. And that is why customers come to us. That is why our NPS is above 70. and customers are bringing their friends also to come and use slides, Which doesn't happen I mean, to our branch and which would not happen to that bank manager.
0: Yeah, that's 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 really amazing. I, but here's the thing, right? I mean, one of course, what we said is having to go to a branch. I mean, it's 2020, you've got technology, you've got your phone. Why can't all this happen on an app? Now here's the thing so rather, i need to understand one thing now the the loans in the banking industry are they all center around a concept called credit score okay i've done a few episodes also on the concept uh, of credit score and that apparently is central it's important to giving anybody a loan uh, it could be a credit card it could be a home loan could be an auto loan could be a car loan could be anything so i need to because you specifically mentioned risk because you said the bank looks at risk before service Maybe from their perspective, they don't want an NBA or whatever. I'm, not, I'm just trying to see it from their side. I want your opinion on this. Like, if you give someone who is a first-time user of credit, whether it's a loan or whether it's a, uh, a card, what's the risk out there? I mean, you know, in in giving a credit
1: card to someone who doesn't even have a credit score, what would be your answer to that? Yeah, I mean, risk is a very important metric, Anupam. It's, it's one of the most important things, and that's our business. But what I'm saying is that risk is a support function. It's not the primary metric for the customer. Customer doesn't care about your risk. And when you're building a customer-facing product, you have to make customer service your primary metric. So when a customer doesn't have a credit score in India, how do they build a credit score? They have to get credit. That's the only way. And for that, someone needs to back them for the first time. Someone needs to believe in them. Someone needs to see their potential. If that doesn't happen, how will anyone make their credit score? Even for banks, they do that. It's not like they don't do that. I mean, they're doing a very good job when it comes to customers above 27, 28, 30. And I think RBI is doing a very good job for making sure that the Indian banks, are uh, the banking system is very competitive. But what gets missed out of this young customer, uh, 22-year-old guy, 22-year-old guy, where when the customer doesn't have enough uh, enough things to show you. you. You can't ask for that customer for their whole life history, you know, give me a birth certificate, give me your this, that, because this customer doesn't have time. And you still need to measure their risk without, uh, you know, without making them feel like uh, you're asking them for all these data points that they probably are hesitant in sharing. And that is, that is the problem that we are solving very interesting any other experiences that you had when you were setting up slice in terms
0: of people coming up to you with problems you mentioned your own problem about how when you went to get a loan first you had to go to a brand then you had to wait and then you know the bank manager came and asked you about all 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 kind of things any other you know uh, any any other experiences that you had maybe from your friends from your family from your user base because i'm sure that you know some amount of research would have gone in understanding the use case for slice. any other experiences that can help our listeners to probably understand your product
1: better Yeah. So what we did is when we were starting up and the previous startup was not working out, we created a simple Shopify page and put some images of e-commerce product on that and said that instead of buying the phone at, you know, for 20,000 rupees, you can buy at 3,000 rupees in EMI and pay over nine months or something like that. And we just started doing digital ads. Within a matter of uh, three or four days, we got uh, more than 1,000 people coming and signing up and actually clicking on uh, checkout option from us. And that mm-hmm. told us there's a lot of demand in this particular... And we will focus on that particular segment. Uh, and that told us that there's a lot of uh, latent demand in this particular segment where people are not having that option of credit, but they want it. And they want it because these are products that will help them in their lives. You know, some person buying a camera... Uh, actually uh, from us and this is a real thing uh, they actually ended up uh, getting a job at google eventually uh, for photographer and they uh-huh. were able to get that because you know th- when, when they were young they were able to get a camera because of flights so that that particular uh, pilot or mvp actually we did not have anything on the other side so we, we did not even start we did not have an nbfc at that time we did not have any credit we just did it to the pilot we saved the contact information of all these thousand customers who came. And then after a couple of months, when we actually started, we reached out to them that, Hey, we have started now and please, you know, you can now come and uh, use our services. Uh, But this, this pilot really told us, you know, what is the need of this customer? And over a period of time, we realized that it's not just the EMI products that customers need. It's also payments out of hundred customers, only 10 customers may want to use an EMI product. But... 70, 80 customers are doing digital payments and they want a pay later product which is accepted at every every place. So that is why last year in 2019, May, we launched fully launched our physical card, which is a rupee card uh, accepted at 5 million plus merchants. And that comes with the same pay later line that we have. So now we are suddenly targeting all those 70, 80 customers which is a big use case for them because they can pay for all their transactions and pay back next month. And in the process, they end up building their credit history. And like I said, someone needs to make sure that they build their credit history. Someone needs to be the first uh, credit provider to them. Otherwise, they never make their credit history. Fantastic.
0: Last question on the first half of the episode. Now, Rajan, okay. I'm going to take the other side of the debate out here because there are a lot of people. I mean, India, as you know, traditionally was and still to a large extent is not a credit card economy uh, users prefer debit card and as you know upi payments are have just shot through the roof okay so what would you say you know to someone who says that you should not use credit to buy a product like say the 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 the, the you have the amazon sale come out and you put an iphone at sixty thousand bucks a lot of indians believe that why should we even first buy that iphone but any which way the, the, the entire concept of using a credit card probably fuels behavior, which is not exactly desirable. And maybe that's one reason why credit is still under penetrated. So I'm just talking about habits out here. Credit card versus debit card for purchases. What are your views on that?
1: Yes, very good question. Uh, I think UPI, while it has you know, exploded and become very large, still 60% of the payments, 70% of the payments happen in P2P. So, if you look at the transaction volume, credit cards are still right there, the P2M merchant transaction volume. Credit cards are around $8 billion per month. And UPI and other products are also doing something similar to debit cards. And credit cards just have 30 million customers, unique customers. So, the reason a customer today is using a credit card product are multiple. One is that it's like a you no know, cap, it's like a free financing for you. You can pay back next month. And in India, the interest rates are high, so you can actually park your money in a liquid fund and earn six percent six and a half percent there second is you get rewards of course and third is for customers who haven't built a credit score they 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 build a credit score for themselves without doing anything you know they just need to pay using this product and pay back next month without any extra cost they may even get some rewards and what you end up getting is when you have to take a house loan you could potentially save lakhs of rupees by just a differential of 0.1 percent and 0.2 percent in your interest rate because you have a higher score And that puts you ahead of your peers. The longer the time period of, uh, you know, you being in formal credit ecosystem, that puts you ahead of your peers uh, when you have to take a car loan or or a home loan in the future. And most of us have to take that. It's the reality. And that is is the reason people should start using a product like, uh, you know, Pay Later and Credit Card uh, from a very young age. They should obviously be very disciplined about it. They should not go about spending more than their means. I think the way... think about it if you want to buy something aspirational and you don't have the money for it right now then it makes sense because you have a future cash flow that you can predict that time you can spend beyond what you have in your bank account and you know pay it back over the next 12 months because if you want that camera today and with that camera you can land a job at google 12 months later you don't want to be in that cycle where you've never been able to buy this camera because you do not have money. So sometimes it's very important to buy beyond what is there in your bank account, especially for young people who do not have a lot in savings. But the other use case is that when you have enough savings also, you park your savings you uh, know, in, in your liquid fund or uh, in your bank account and use it just as a pay later product. Pay back next month on time, build your credit history and actually end up earning some money also because of rewards and uh, and the money that you're saving in your bank account. Folks, that is a very good,
0: I would say, advocacy for credit card. As usual, remember, good credit habits. We've done a lot of those episodes on Pesa, Pesa also. Number one, read the term and conditions on your credit card. Number two, never devolve, guys. Never skip a payment. Pay your credit cards in full at the month end. Okay, so we'll just sort your finance. You don't want to keep on devolving your credit card because that shit can get ugly. So don't worry, we will be right back on this Episode of Pesa, I could call it the Slice Special, the credit card uh, for Millennium Special. My guest, Sajan Bajaj, founder and CEO at Slice, will be right back. Welcome back to this episode of Pesabesa. My guest Sajan Bajaj, founder and CEO at Slice. A seriously interesting product, folks. The website is SliceIT.com, S-L-I-C-E-I-T. Calm and Najat, go for it. Tell us about Slice. You know, now you've explained the entire concept, the problems, the gaps that a lot of the young people face. Tell us about Slice. How exactly does it work, and how you solve exactly the same problem that the bank cannot? You know, how do you crack the credit score gap? in giving a pre-approved card to someone who is using it for the first time because you're essentially you know you're taking that risk you're doing great service okay uh going by the technology that you use app that you've got but you are taking a risk on your books
1: so explain to us how you manage these two things first of all let me just clarify and i would not say that the banks cannot do it banks are doing a fantastic uh-huh. thing in India. yeah yeah no 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 face to banks guys. don't Don't get You know, banks start doing a great job on a lot of things.
0: I didn't mean that, Rajan. Just saying that there are some gaps out there and, you know, that that they are.
1: I'm sure you'll agree. Even the banks will probably agree. Go on. Absolutely. So we have a very unique niche customer audience. Uh, Average age of a customer is 22 and a half. we provide them a pay later line that comes with a visa card or a rupee card. As a young customer, you can come directly to our app, apply, uh, complete your profile basically, which takes about two minutes. You uh, you finish some KYC documentation and give us some demographic information like your address. Uh, within a day's time, you will get either approved or put into our waiting list. We have 250,000 customers who are now a slice member and 500,000 customers who are on the waiting list, which we yeah. keep...
0: Means- you're going to hit a million, that means, in the next few months. Amazing. 200,000
1: already with another 5, lakhs in waiting. Yeah, and we keep reaching wow. the people who waiting list, uh, over every wow. six-month period or so. Huh? And, and you know, we have been around for quite some time, Anupam, now. We launched our card, like I said, last year. And that is when we started uh, exploding in terms of customer demand and customers started coming. You know, We're growing at about 20% month-on-month till March uh, when COVID hit. And now we are again starting to uh, you know, grow at the same pace. Uh, so you know it's it's very simple, as simple as that for a customer. Uh, and and you know once they get the card, they can start using it on all the five billion merchants in India that accept it. Basically, every every relevant merchant for you, and, and pay back next month without any extra charges. If the customer wants, they can convert the transaction into an EMI, uh, which tells you upfront about how much you are going to pay extra. Sometimes you don't have to pay anything extra. Also, we have some partners like Amazon, Flipkart, Make My Trip, uh, where you don't have to pay anything extra for converting into EMI is up to certain tenure.
0: Okay, Rajan, That's quite impressive. Um, just to clarify this, the, you know, the risk part, so how do you really solve the credit score gap because you're giving someone a credit card who probably doesn't have a credit score. So how do you solve that? What do you
1: what do you do to address that? Sure, we have multiple segments which we are addressing in this age group. Uh, there are first jobbers, second jobbers, uh, freelancers and uh, students. So we have different uh, different processes for everyone. Where the customers have already have a credit score, we rely on the bureau score and we rely on other information like the demographic data. Where the customers do not have a credit score, it's our responsibility to make sure that they end up building the credit score to us. And initially, to get, on board, uh, get them on board, we need to rely on alternative data points. But after they get onboarded, within six months' time, most of our customers have a credit score of over 700, which is a great thing for them because that puts them ahead of the year. So These alternative data points that we look for uh, usually are uh, the transaction, uh, transaction information of the customer, how much are they spending every month, what is their cash flow going to be like over the next 12 months period or so. Uh, what is a social network like? Uh, we have seen that our risk improves uh, almost uh, 3.7 times with the right social network that the customer is coming with because that helps us in detecting fraud and uh, intention-related attributes of a customer. And then what are the demographic information? Which locality are they staying in? Uh, which job are they doing? Uh, uh, which uh, age group are they falling in? Uh, and that, these three things uh, largely help us a lot in determining the uh, initial uh, evaluation of the customer. Of course, what we also do is in these cases, we assign a smaller limit to customer so that they can get into that habit of uh, paying back on time every month before they have a larger limit which they do not understand how to manage. And we keep educating the customer about the credit score and the importance of that so that there's a positive reward when the customer... Uh, builds their credit score and pays on time. We also have incentives for customers for paying on time. We give them a you know cool scratch card, which is a gamified way of giving them some rewards. And they get anywhere up to uh, the whole amount that they have repaid back to us in the reward. Uh, many of our customers win that every month, and they are super happy about that feature. Uh, and this is how this is how we evaluate the risk of the customer and also make sure that they become good uh, credit score customers as per the bureau, and then have a good financial uh, life for themselves in future fantastic now tell me more about this okay because i want to understand the specific features that help your users to make better financial decisions.
0: i like that stuff about how you essentially give some kind of a sticker or some kind of a nut some kind of a reward when someone pays the entire credit card bill advantage it kind of uh, you know obviously when you use an app to pay your credit card bill the one thing that comes up is credit uh, but you know uh, so i'm just trying to see if there are any similarities out here. but other than that what specific features are there you know, that that actually help your users to make better financial decisions? Because I know that whenever my, I pay my credit card uh, for whichever credit card I have, if I pay it online, I don't get any, you know, hats off or whatever from the bank for paying the credit card. They'll in full. So tell us about that. What specific features
1: help our users, your users, to make better financial decisions? Yeah, I mean, uh, it goes from very fundamental features like transparency, Whereas, as a young customer, many times you're confused. What is the minimum due amount? And, and you may end up paying that minimum due amount without realizing that that's going to charge you a hefty interest. And that is happening because of your ignorance or because of you know not being communicated transparently of what will happen. And we don't have that. Either you pay back the whole amount at the end of the month or you are converting it into an EMI where you can see upfront if you're going to pay anything extra or not and if, if yes, how much and how many months you're supposed to pay back. So there's more confusion with the customer. It's very transparent. We have a very simple onboarding process for the customer. It doesn't take uh, 7, 10 days for the customer to get onboarded and, and get the card. It, it's much faster than that. And there's a sense of community as youngsters. We, we want to spend our money and time as, as youngsters with companies that have a sense of purpose, like Nike and Apple and Tesla. And that is missing you know, like I said, if you go to that website, it's not telling you that I believe in you and I'll back you. It's telling you that you can get a housing loan at you know so and so percentage, which is not making me believe that you have a sense of purpose. And I want to, I want to spend my time with a with a community that believes in that. So those kind of content and you know when customers is uh, receiving our emails, they get a sense of that community. Apart from that you know the regular uh, improvements enhancements in, in the whole transaction flow of customer that we have done, which our customers find very cool you know very small things like you can note down where you're doing transactions. So you went out with your friends, uh, four of you you ended up spending maybe a thousand bucks on a, on a you know, in a restaurant and now at the end of the month you will probably want to split this transaction with your friends but at the time of the transaction, you paid that 1,000 rupees. So you can note down that, you know, I, there were three more friends with me at this transaction. And at the end of the month, when you're looking at your statement, you remember that this is where I, I paid the money and, you know, I need to get the money back from my friends. Small things like those, you can track your location of your uh, of your transaction, which helps you understand both I, this 120 rupees, which you're not able to understand, where you actually spent uh, at, you know, some XYZ private limited. You immediately recognize with the location, oh, it was this juice shop. So these are the kind of features really delight our customers and make them understand uh, the statement very well. They, this, these make them understand uh, that transparency, that belief uh, that we have in them, and that is why uh, you know they like this experience over anything else.
0: Fantastic! And folks, so, like I said, the app the, the app is sliced. You can check it out on the Google and Android the uh, the Apple Play Stores. Last question, Rajan. Uh, so since you don't charge anything from your customers. How, do, how exactly does your business model work? Because you know, you've know you gone on record to say that you're already profitable and that's fantastic.
1: So how does that work? There are three parts to our uh, business. One is the acquisition, which is where the payments happen and customers don't have to pay anything extra if they pay back next month. Second is the monetization, where we have things like credit and in future we will have investment and insurance and other things. And then third is the loyalty and community through which we drive retention so as the pay later product with the visa card that we have uh, we we touch across all these three components and that's why it's an interesting product to launch uh, you know launch the uh, the whole uh, proposition of what we are doing at slice instead of uh, launching just a deposit account or something like that because we touch all these three elements so it's not like we don't have a monetization coming directly from the customers but while we also charge the customers for some transactions where they where they convert the the bill into EMI or they want to take a direct uh, uh, personal loan into their bank account. We also have merchant commissions as a big part of uh, the proposition because we are directly interacting with the merchant and there are eight, 10 transactions per customer per month happening on the merchant. So we get a fee from the merchant. We have some uh, other partnerships like no cost EMIs where we get higher subvention commission from the merchant. And then we have these interest charges that we have for customers when they convert into EMI and service fees. Through which uh, we monetize on the customer, which is the you know second part of the business. So because of this, uh, our business works in a very traditional uh, manner to a uh, uh, you know regular banking uh, function uh, where, where they provide a pay later product uh, and we monetize on that customer uh, with you know these set of uh, uh, you ways. Know, Fantastic folks That is a wrap
0: On this show The Slice Special The Credit Card For Millennials The Young Special My guest Rajan Bajaj Founder and CEO Of Slice Rajan thank you So much for doing This for our listeners
1: Thank you Anurum Thanks again for Having me here It's it's great that You were able to Keep the show short Which is how hmm. The millennials And Gen Z like it Sure I hope so. so Folks listeners
0: If you like this Podcast don't forget To check out other Interesting podcasts On the IBM network You can listen to us On the IBM podcast app Or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are Podcast on twitter and instagram youtube if you want to reach me i am B 50 and thank you so much for listening to Besa Besa.
1: no material on the show should be considered as financial advice